Hello and welcome to this special edition of Connecting to Host, uh, where we're going to be talking about the Nintendo Switch and in particular the multiplayer and co-op games that are going to be coming along. Now, as we record this, uh, it's actually the week before the Switch launch, but as you listen to it, it'll be uh, a couple of days just afterwards. Uh, so things may well have changed. For example, just today, uh, one of the titles that was supposed to be coming out in March, April, Snipperclips, uh, was suddenly moved forward to being a launch title. So uh, who knows what might change between now and next week. But we're very, very excited about the Switch launch. Uh, so this episode will be all about those games. Um, so first of all, before we, we jump into the, the game side of it, we're going to talk a little bit about the hardware. Um, from They've done sort of a really weird thing uh, with this in that there aren't but they're doing reviews, but there's an embargo that's not coming until next Wednesday. So instead, the various news outlets that have been given uh, test versions of the Switch have been allowed to do pre-reviews, which seem to be any video less than 10 minutes that doesn't show the interface or <laughs> talk anything other than doing an unboxing. So literally, like two days ago, at exactly 3 p.m., about eight news outlets all revealed unboxings <laughs> Switch. it's very peculiar and then the day after they were all allowed to talk about zelda but they've been given a very very long strict list of these are the things you're not allowed to show or talk about until the embargo lifts on march 2nd i can just imagine in nintendo hq dance puppets dance yeah it's just like i always think this whenever we discuss nintendo Everything you ever say about Nintendo is blah, 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 awesome thing, but. And there's always a but, and it's always super weird. And I have one of those, which you'll listen out for later when we talk about Splatoon 2, but there's always something with Nintendo, always something. Anyway, so there's been a lot of unboxing videos, so we know exactly what's in there, how it feels. Um, heard a few troubling things about the left Joy-Con, which we'll come to. But basically, in the box, for the £280 that you put down, uh, you get the console, um, which is sort of like a, an almost iPad mini-sized screen, basically, uh, which people have compared to about the thickness and weight of the original PS Vita. Uh, you get the dock that you slide it into when you want to connect it up to a TV to use it in dock mode. Uh, you get a pair of Joy controllers left and right. Um, each one of them has different hardware in because one has like the NFC chip for the Amiibo. The other one has infrared motion controls for some of the weird stuff that you can do. Uh, you get a pair of bumper straps for the Joy-Con, which are basically little attachments uh, that go onto them. So when you're using them separately for like a two-player game, uh, they're slightly easier to touch the little tiddly tiny buttons that you'll have to sort of use crab hands to use. Um, you get a Joy-Con grip, uh, and that's like a plastic lump that you stick the left and right Joy-Cons onto so that you can pretend it's a proper controller and use that when the console's docked. And then you get all the HDMI cables and USB-C charging cables, all that kind of stuff. So it's pretty much exactly what everyone has assumed from the start. Um, one key thing about that Joy-Con grip is that it's non-charging. So presumably every now and then, I would probably say every four or five hours, you're going to have to detach them from that grip and plug them onto the console to charge them. I'm not 100% sure on that. Uh, but there are optional extras. So for £17, you can buy a charging Joy-Con grip, whereby you can plug like a USB-C cable into it to charge the 
controllers that might be worthwhile if you're planning on using this mainly as a tv console um the other one is the pro controller which is an outrageous 65 pounds <laughs> uh and i say outrageous because it doesn't even have analog triggers they're like single press in press out ones they're not like gradual increases but it does so have an nfc chip in it right so you can use your amiibos and the super uh, rumble or whatever they call it it does but it's 50 percent the cost of a ps4 or xbox <laughs> one controller you're like 20 pounds away from being xbox one elite controller which is like a whole different league mm. um, I, I feel desperately ashamed that i bought one today <laughs> <laughs> Because after hearing, uh, there's been basically most of the people that have had the pre or uh, the uh, what do they call them? Like the the preview models that have been given out. Uh, the left Joy-Con apparently, when used with the grip, uh, disconnects quite often. Ah, oh, that's a shame. Which uh, I'm imagining that there's going to be like a day one patch that fixes it, because it seems to be widespread to every journalist that's got one. <laughs> isn't isn't ideal? Um, and I was like, ah, I'm. I, I see myself using the hardware more uh, in console mode at home just because I work from home. So I'm at home all the time. So I thought to myself, well, I think I prefer to have the Pro Controller for playing mm. Zelda, essentially. Um, yeah. So then I've essentially got three controllers for multiplayer gaming with people. Like we're going away for a gaming weekend next month. Oh, um, yeah. And whilst you'll have your Switch with you as well, no doubt. So we will have four controllers. If I wanted to, we could have three, because I could have left Joy-Con, right Joy-Con, and Pro Controller all connected to one Switch, which is kind of cool. There'll only be uh, three of us there, so we'll need to find some homeless guy off the street to play with us. (laughs) (laughs) Come in, warm yourself by the fire, and take a Joy-Con. Milk this cow. (laughs) So... uh, John, what what stuff have you pre-ordered? What are you planning on getting hardware-wise? How are you feeling? Much like all of the things I buy, I don't necessarily plan on buying that much, but I know that I will end up buying quite a lot. So I've pre-ordered the, the Switch with the blue and red uh, Joy-Cons just because it looked a little bit different to all the other grey and black hardware sitting under my TV. And I have obviously ordered the Zelda game with some pre-order statue, which you can only get in Sweden. So obviously, maybe we don't get the regular Master Edition here. So I've ordered the one that Web Harlem offer, which has got a different statue, which I think looks a bit better. So that's kind of cool. In terms of the rest of the statues. (laughs) Well, I don't have any. and I feel like I should have one on my desk because I work as a game developer and I I feel left out. So I... uh, Zelda felt like, finally, I found one that I want. I've been looking for about a year for a, a good statue for my desk, and I, I think I've found one. So, um, I'll probably end up getting the... Mm, I'm not sure. I was thinking the charging Joy-Con grip. But the reality is, I think the Joy-Con is going to be something I use when I'm playing on the move, which I intend to do quite a lot, because I think I'm going to play it in bed. Uh, and I been traveling quite a bit recently so it's going to go traveling with me and on the plane and even in the hotel room it's going to be perfect with the joy-con but i think instead of just getting the charging grip i'll probably just buy a pro controller and use that um sitting on the couch pro controller when i'm moving around joy cons that's likely that's how i envision myself using it i could be entirely wrong but that's what i think um 
that's pretty much exactly what I've done. So I've ordered the neon red blue Switch. Um, I've ordered Zelda, but I just went for the base model. I was like, I don't need a map or a commemorative coin or a statue. <laughs> I've got enough of that crap. I've got all the amiibos. I don't need more. <laughs> um, and then I went for the Pro Controller because I imagine that I'm going to similarly sometimes when i'm sat in bed i want to play it with the joy cons on and the screen and be sat there and be like oh this is awesome this is like using an ipad with controllers bolted on the sides mm. uh, but when i'm sat downstairs i can just take the whole thing and not have to worry about taking the joy cons on and off i can just slot them in the whole thing will be charging it'll charge up the joy cons at the same time and then i can sit on the sofa and play with the pro controller and then i imagine i might like I imagine if I if I go on holiday or something, I'd probably take the Joy-Con grip so that like on a plane I can use the kickstand yeah. and, have it and sit there with the controller rather than taking a pro controller with me. Because you wouldn't take the pro controller and the Joy-Cons because then it's like, well I'm just <laughs> taking, taking too many controllers at this point. Hardware, yeah. Yeah, so I'm not sure, but uh Yeah, I, I think with the I'm really interested to see how the Joy Cons play out without the grip because i mean if you're just adding the grip it's going to just feel like a it looks like it's just going to be a chunky malformed controller but yeah. you can obviously just play it with the two halves of the the grip in each hand anyway and, and maybe that actually works pretty well like if you're playing most games and you just got your left hand wherever you want pushing the That's analog stick around and the right one doing all the other stuff like, it doesn't matter where your hands are and it might end up being really comfortable because that was fairly good on the wii when you had the nunchuck and the the wand that's true that's um, very true so I'm, I'm quietly hopeful that actually it's quite pleasant to play even when you're sitting on a plane or something without the whole big chunky plastic joy-con thing in the middle uh, the grip sorry uh, and just having the joy-cons in each hand so and i have no idea how it's going to play but i i have a good feeling that that's going to be a nice way to play It'd certainly be a, a way that you could manage at least for like an hour or two, I would mm. think. Like if you're on a train or something and you just want to do it, but you, for whatever reason, you want to have it on its kickstand and just look at it rather than being attached. But anyway, we digress. So the other interesting thing about all of this before we get to the games uh, is the the, <laughs> the online service, which is <laughs> it's very much a, a Nintendo but. Uh, so I'll let you yeah. explain this was something. I'm trying to explain this. It's a little bit of a, a roller coaster ride. This it's got some ups and downs, so bear with me. But it's um, first of all, it's going to use your Nintendo account, which I guess is a good thing. No more, not, not another weird account or anything, which I know Nintendo are <laughs> pretty good at doing that sort of thing. Although it is a new account. Oh really? So it's not actually going to use your it's different to the one that exists already. Oh, I didn't realize that. <laughs> Ever so slightly, it's got a different name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So, so scratch that. But it will link to your regular one, right? Because I, yeah. I read an article saying uh, your money you have in your wallet will carry over and things. So. Yeah, um, you just use like a different nickname or something. <laughs> I had to go and choose my nickname this week and I was very ah, Maybe I'll sign up for mine before. Oh, it's probably too late before they're all gone. But um, anyway, the, the service is going to be free to play until fall this year. So, I mean, that's kind of good that we'll get to play with it for a few months to see what it's like. And I guess it's going to not have all the stuff to offer to start with. So I think it's good that they're just saying, you know what? First six months, early adopters, you get it free while we work out all the kinks. That's a good move. Um, the service itself is primarily to let you play online uh, and also to give you one free game a month. Now, at the start, 
that sounded like a good proposition. And then they said, ah, well, it's going to be a NES or a SNES game, although they're going to be uh, rebuilt so that they offer online MP features, which is kind of cool. Um, but then the real kicker came in when they said, you only get to keep it for the month. So it's not actually, hey, you had our service during this month, so you get this game. It, an old NES or SNES game, hello, Nintendo, emulators. Um, <laughs> it's like, no, 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 we're going to take it back off you at the end of the month. So you have to go back to your PC and play it through whatever random emulator you've got instead of playing but it on you can, the Switch. You can pay five quid to download it from the eShop if you really like it. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems crazy. I mean, um, yeah, so... Just gives like, these games are so old. Just, just, just give them away with the the subscription. It seems like you get some value out there for not much money lost. But, but there we go. Now the the other weird kink, I guess, which sets the Nintendo servers apart from others, is that the chat system is not going to be built into the hardware or the software on the on the Switch, but it's going to rely on you using a smartphone app. So I think there's some ups and downs to this. So the idea will be when you're chatting with your friends, playing games in multiplayer, you do it through your smartphone, presumably through a headset or something, like a hands-free kit or something. Um, and then, I, I don't know, I like the fact that you can, you're can you going to be able to set play appointments just from your phone, because all the apps for like Sony and Xbox, crap. You know, you're like, oh, let's oh. see who's online. Tap, tap, you need to log in again. Ugh, log in. Loading, loading, loading. Restart the app. <laughs> Finally. Okay, Ben's not online. Oh, took me five minutes to realize that. So if they actually get the app done right, it's going to be good in that regard. But I'm really worried about trying to chat online with one headphone from my phone while playing a game with some other headphones from my Switch. I'm not sure See, that's, that's how the that's going to I don't work. understand about this because... If I'm on Xbox and I'm chatting to you, I've got my headphones plugged into my Xbox controller and it pipes the audio in with the game mm. audio. So you have one pair of headphones on, game audio, and friends. Now, I can't imagine that they're going to expect people to use a smartphone app on a loudspeaker or with headphones in and then also listen to game audio broadcast out loud or with separate headphones it just doesn't make sense to me there must be some way for the smartphone app and the switch to talk to each other such that the audio is piped through one set of headphones that's an interesting it concept really odd to me i i don't understand how it could possibly work without that unless the online chat is like texting <laughs> like, like <laughs> that's a really interesting concept and maybe who knows if anyone would do this sort of crazy thing it'd be nintendo right but it's it i can imagine a setup there's no evidence for this at all but i can imagine a setup where your phone actually plays audio through bluetooth audio and the switch gets picked up as a bluetooth headset right and then it can just forward that straight to the headphones along with the game audio so i mean theoretically yeah. that could happen i'm not saying it will but that could happen and that would be a really nice solution because then the phone you can in the same way you can take your switch away from your tv you can turn the switch off and keep chatting to your friend on your phone um yeah actually is a reasonable solution i i kind of doubt they're going to do that but if they have that'd be pretty clever um the whole thing is just like no one has any idea because even the people reviewing it right now <laughs> don't have access to any of this stuff because it isn't launching until launch day with a day one patch. There's like no access to the eShop or any mm. of this stuff. I don't think the smartphone app's going to come for a few months either. 
no because there's no games that use it mm. as we're going to discuss there is no online multiplayer games there's no virtual console at launch so there's not going to be any free nares or snares games for the foreseeable future so it's i think part of the reason it's not launching till fall 2017 is because there aren't going to be any games that use it until fall 2017 when we get splatoon 2 um this seems to be i strongly imagine that this will launch alongside splatoon 2 um i don't see it launching before then yeah i think that's probably going to be one of their targets right because it's gonna so soon feels like the sort of game where you're going to want a good chat system to splatoon won't work without it like you're going to need it to set up your play appointments and Mm. stuff like it would be i don't think you could launch it without it because it just won't work but on the plus side the whole thing is rumored to cost 30 dollars a year i think it is yeah um, which i think it was even less like 20 to 25 was the what i saw online so originally everyone sort of freaked out when they heard about this free nares game that you got for a month because they're like what the hell like mm. xbox gives you a free full game every year one for the xbox one one for the 360 two every a month, month in fact yeah oh, two sorry yeah each. two months yeah um what the heck and then it's like oh well yeah you are paying 120 dollars a year for that service it's it's very different um so i I kind of get it more and i don't mind spending 20 dollars 25 dollars a year to get multiplayer on the switch i just like eh. (laughs) i'd rather have it and for it to be a good service than for it to be included but for it to be you know crappy but yeah yeah what state it's going to be in because no one knows because no one's seen it could it be like the british tax system yet. right you could be paying for it and it's still shit yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> all right let, let's get on to some games so uh, we're specifically not going to be talking about legend of zelda breath of the wild or super mario odyssey no. although ridiculously excited <laughs> for both one thing i will say is that Zelda has got no chance of any multiplayer or co-op in mm. it whatsoever. There's just nothing like that in there. Super Mario Odyssey, we know very well, absolutely nothing about it, really, apart from that very odd trailer with Pimp Bowser. <laughs> <laughs> but Super Mario Galaxy did have a really interesting co-op system that I loved, um, whereby one person played and the other person was able to like control like a little star thing mm, the they cursor collect stars yeah exactly they controlled the cursor and collected the stars and they could also help mario like do an extra little jump and stuff mm. and i wouldn't be surprised if we saw something like that with super mario odyssey um which would be great i mean i really enjoy that kind of thing because it's a nice way to let someone be involved in a single player game without it being full-on co-op or you know being like a, a sonic tail situation where tails can go off screen and he just sort of dies and flies in later so that could happen just think if they added uh, player two support to hold a torch in resident evil we could play it together <laughs> you could you could hold a torch you shine out all the scary things and i, I can kill it <laughs> this is uh, this is an explicit episode on uh, itunes isn't it <laughs> yeah, so yeah fuck that shit <laughs> Uh, I would. I. I literally. I tried to watch a video of someone playing it in VR. It's like a thing where they'd got someone like me to play it, and they're laughing at him as he's going through, and he's like in a room, and it, it all went dark, and the guy playing it with him is like, "Oh, this this doesn't look good, bro. Does it? Doesn't look good." He's like, "I don't want to go forwards." It's like you should you should go forwards. I was like, "I can't watch this video. This is too much for me." <laughs> anyway, 
Switch. Brilliant. That, that I could guarantee there won't be Resident Evil 7 on the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we're going to break this up into launch day titles, uh, titles coming shortly afterwards in March or April, uh, and then titles that are coming in the summer. Um, so, to start off, we've got 1 2 Switch hmm. uh, at, at £40. This is basically, I, I like to think of this as like a mashup between like Wii Sports or like one of the Wii Party games or something like WarioWare. Uh, it, it's basically something to show off the Joy-Cons. It might as well be called Joy-Con Games. Um, and it, it has things like motion controls, the rumble features that like let you have like a bag of marbles and you have to tell how many marbles are in it by rolling it round, which sounds impressive, but even so uh the infrared motion stuff uh you've got all kinds of like weird japanese mini games like milk and a cow or like rocking <laughs> baby to sleep it seems very odd it's very japanese but it's 40 pounds and it's like yeah. oh, this is a thing that really i mean it's easy to spend someone else's money i kind of wish that the console was 20 pounds more and had this with it <laughs> rather than the console being 280 quid and coming with nothing there's no games whatsoever that come with it yeah that's a bit tight it's just 40 pounds and it's like well 40 quid for 28 mini games that you can only play with the joy cons really you'd have i mean i don't know if there's single player features in it if they are i don't think there's any at all play. i'm pretty sure it's all two players or more for the, the little it's, games it seems weird um, it's not one I'll be buying. No. I mean, I, if it was 15 yeah. quid, maybe I'd buy yeah. it for the novelty of having something to play with my Joy-Cons. But there's no way I'm going to £40 for this, this collection of minigames. Right. I mean, everyone's saying it, but it, it should have been bundled with the console. That's basically the, the bottom line from everything I've read about this game. And I agree, you know. It's, yep. But, yeah. I will so, move on. <laughs> yes, uh, let's move on quickly because that's a, a dead loss. <laughs> so something I read about quite recently actually is because something called Fast RMX and it flashed up on Twitter and I, I went down the rabbit hole. But this is like a F-Zero or Wipeout type racing game. So like one of the anti-grav racing games where you go around at 600 miles an hour. Um, and it looks really, looks really fun. I mean, it's got 30 tracks, some sort of phase switching mechanic, which I didn't look into, and the booster mechanic, obviously, because everything needs to have a boost. Um, but it, it just looks like classic F-Zero wipeout fun. Race around a track, you know, go high speed. You can play it local split screen with up to four players or online up to eight. I assume that's not just online, but the kind of Wi-Fi thing they are saying where you can just have all the switches on the same Wi-Fi network and not even go yeah. through the internet. That's a really cool feature. And it's only going to be 17 quid. So it's going to have 30 tracks or courses, I guess. Um, and it's made, obviously, it's a third-party title made by, by an indie company somewhere. But, yeah, I mean, to be honest, I think I'll pick it up, not only for the, the fact we'll actually have something co-op to play, <laughs> which would be nice, right, on our, on our brand-new yeah. consoles. Um, but, it, yeah, I mean, I don't imagine, envision myself playing it for a, an awful long time because I'm not a huge fan of track-based racing games. But I think I played uh, Wipeout on the Vita for... I don't know, 10 hours or something over quite yeah, a lot of Yeah, I played things. Wipeout on the PSP. Like, it was the first game mm. I got on the PSP. And I remember feeling cheated because it had eight tracks. Mm. And then it was like, yeah, it's got, like, 
60 tracks or something but it wasn't it was just eight rounds of the uh, same track but they got faster each time which did to be fair make them <laughs> different but yeah that was a bit cheap i think uh, this actually has 30 tracks and they have like varying weather conditions it looked pretty it looked good not only did it sounds look good fun, it looked not, good i've not heard of it so i'm going to check this out because um or what i'll probably do is i'll wait for you to bring your switch over and i'll oh, see yeah. yours and then i'll probably buy it but um, it's going to be a download title. I don't know if you can also buy it physically, but it's going to be a download title. So I'll I'll just buy it when I get my Switch. So I've got something that's not Zelda to play. Well, one that I've been excited about, um, when I heard about it, I thought this sounds a bit weird. And then I actually saw a video of a few people playing it today is a Snipper Clips, <laughs> uh, which is from Nintendo, um, was originally going to be a March title and got moved up today to being a launch title from the eShop. Um and it it looks a lot of fun. I think I think we'll have a lot of fun doing this. I reckon mm. we'll do a full episode on this um, game. Uh, you basically control little paper characters, um, and they can like cut pieces out of each other to solve puzzles by making shapes and stuff. So, for example, I saw one today where they had to get this basketball uh, yeah. hoop, and to do it, one of them like cut out like a little cup in the other one's head. <laughs> So when they dropped like a basketball, it landed in his little head and they could like move around with it. Um, but then there was like, uh, oh no, I'm thinking of a different one. I think of one with balloons where he had to like carve a hook and then like jump up <laughs> and pull them down and the other one was pointed and like popped them and stuff. It looked a lot of fun. You have to do like a lot of communication between two people to do it. But it's one where you can just play with one console, one mm. download game, because you've got the two Joy-Cons, so you have one each. Um, or more realistically, if I'm playing it with you, I'll play on my Pro Controller, and you'll play on your Pro Controller that you bring as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> Sorted. <laughs> no, yeah. no crab hands for us. Um, but this will definitely be a day one purchase for me, because I reckon um, when we meet up in March, uh, we'll, we'll play it, definitely. And it's got a single-player mode as well, and you can have up to four players uh, all in one level at once so it looks looks really good really good yeah i really like the look I, of this it was um, not only i mean it was very simple aesthetically in the sense that it was kind of the sort of hand sketched paper feel but i really like the characters they brought to the well the personalities they brought to the characters now the characters are just little paper shapes and it looked fun the way you'd move up to the other person and then you could kind of cut your shape out of theirs using like a boolean operation to to end up making more complex shapes but the little faces they pulled when you snipped a bit out of one it's like ow <laughs> just gave it a lot of character i like that it was just a, a good twist which made me think they put a, a lot of a lot of care and attention into the game instead of just bashing something out for launch i mean that's what it felt like it and felt like it's they only cared 17 bands yes which again makes me wonder nintendo why isn't it just bundled with the console <laughs> why that's true this would have been the perfect like more so even than one two switch okay it doesn't show off all the features of the joy con but it's the perfect game for playing with a friend and, and kind of having a laugh while you're doing it like in a little big planet you can push and shove other people this is the sort of game where you can just run up and snip a bit out of them just for fun you know um, yeah yeah i think we'll probably end up like you say reviewing this one not far in the future now so yeah i can say Cool, so next up, I've got uh, Just Dance 2017 for £50. Game that's yet another Just Dance game. So um, this is going to allow you to play with up to six people using Joy-Cons or a free phone app, which you can download. So you can download the phone app, presumably hold it in your hand or put it in your belt or something, uh, and then dance around, and it will 
theoretically track your body. Now, um, I don't know. I mean, I'm not actually... I don't actually... You know, I don't mind the Just Dance games. I've played them on the Xbox with the Kinect, and they're pretty fun. I'm just super dubious about the tracking ability without a Kinect. Like, for me... I enjoy playing it on the Xbox because you can see your silhouette on the Kinect and you're like, yeah, that's, that's wow. what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not necessarily sure it's, it's evaluating me that well based on my silhouette, but it feels like it is. Like you can see yourself and you're like, oh, I know I missed that move, so I've lost the point. It felt quite fair, but I just can't imagine it is without some sort of camera or anything. Uh, so that's my biggest That seems odd, doesn't it? I and mean, 50 I'm, quid as well. Yeah, I mean... A running theme I think we're going to see through a lot of these is just the ridiculously high price, both because it's a launch title, maybe partly because of the whole the whole Brexit thing at the moment. Like if it was coming out and the dollar versus the pound was like even it was a year ago. Even then it would be 40. Yeah, and even that yeah. would be too much in my opinion. But And I've not played Just Dance. I did have, embarrassingly, um, the Michael Jackson experience <laughs> for the Xbox 360 <laughs> Connect. Um, and that was amazing because it, it literally like, tracked you on there doing my little beat it dance <laughs> doing all that in uh, Smooth Criminal you had to do an anti-gravity lean which is very difficult if you don't have a pair of shoes with holes in and someone underneath a floorboard to hold you down but awesome. um, that was a lot of fun but it works on the Kinect like it's not going to work with it I mean it can I mean you can do it with an iPhone app it's just gyroscope and you know mm. but I, I don't think it's it seems like the sort of thing like you imagine mum's line dancing that's how I imagined this <laughs> just like people holding their thumbs in their belts while they walk back and forwards thinking they're getting a good workout yeah it's, it's not for me no I mean um, I, like I say I enjoy it on the Xbox but not enough ever to buy it at full price even on the Xbox and certainly not without the connect tracking so so this one's interesting uh, Super Bomberman R now Bomberman's an interesting one like I I like a bit of Bomberman like classic 2D Bomberman but this is like I, I don't know I I think they think that Bomberman is like a bigger franchise than I imagined or something <laughs> um, they've got 50 levels of story mode that can be played in two player co-op which piqued my interest um, or a battle mode with up to 8 players if you're using 4 switches like on mm -hmm. local Wi-Fi but it's got like full voice acting and a story <laughs> and eight different Bomberman and they're saving the world from something and it's like what? It's Bomberman and it's £45 and yeah. it's like I'm not paying £45 for Bomberman I could build Bomberman like Bomberman <laughs> is not a complex game it doesn't matter if you're adding like like it proudly says on the product page and some of the levels can't be completed just by killing all the enemies. It's like, well, okay, you have to hit a switch or something. It's like, yeah, well, I, I do not understand. A voice acted like Story World Bomberman that doesn't sit right with me for a start. I certainly don't understand forty five pounds for Bomberman. No, just if it had been like twenty quid, I'd probably buy it because I like Bomberman, but I don't like it that much. Exactly the same boat. I mean, they obviously, it feels like the decision was, hey, we should make Bomberman again. That's a great idea. 20 quid. Then someone went, we can't, can't make a launch title for 20 quid. We can, we can really milk the people if we make it 45 quid. And then someone else went, well, for 45 quid, we've got to put something in worth something. Let's put some voice acting in. Yeah. Let's put a story in. Yeah. It's like, nah. 
Um, same with you. I, if I this would was pay 20 more quid. to not have a story mode. <laughs> <laughs> but if this was 20 quid, like, it would just be a, an easy pickup on launch day, right? I mean, even if it was a download or whatever, just, yeah, yeah 20 quid, Bomberman, just like the SNES one, but 3D and fancy with some levels you can work through, not necessarily even in co-op or whatever, and an online battle mode. That'd, that'd be enough, 20 quid, done. But there's no way I'm dropping 45 quid on this. Very peculiar. So just to round up the launch day titles, I mean, I don't think any of these are co-ops, so I'll just whittle through them really quick. But there is a bunch of indie games coming too. Uh, things like World of Goo, Human Resource Machine, uh, Shovel Knight, one that I'm particularly interested in, I Am Setsuna, because I haven't played it yet. Um, unfortunately, the rest of the games I've kind of played, so I mean, I'm not going to just buy them again at full price when I've played them on Steam for half price at Christmas or something. Uh, well, yeah, but I guess if you haven't caught these games yet, like if you're... If you haven't tried uh, World of Goo yet, it's it's kind of fun. Not everyone's taste, but kind of fun. And I Am Setsuna is one that I haven't tried. So, yeah, assuming it's somewhere in the 10 or £15 pound range, which I, I guess most of these games will be, then I'd just probably buy that on, not on launch, because I'll have Zelda and Fast RMX and Snippet Clips to keep me busy. Yeah. But, um, but I'm sure after a while, when I'm working through the epic of Zelda, I'll be thinking, maybe it's time so for a good. break. And then I'll maybe hop over to I Am Setsuna. So, yeah, I'm interested in that one, but it's worth yes, knowing they're coming out. Exactly what I'm planning on getting as well. I've played all the others, but I'll probably pick up that one. But as you say, I don't think any of them are co op. I don't know why I put them in the list. <laughs> <laughs> it's but good there. to know that they're coming I, out, isn't it? Because it's such a small. I mean, that is all the launch day titles right there 1 2 Switch, Fast yeah. Dynamics, Snipper Clips, Just Dance, Super, Mar- uh, Super Bomber Man, uh, and a load of old indie games. It's like, ah, great. Good, good going, Nintendo. <laughs> I can see why you didn't bundle a game, because if you did, you wouldn't have any left to sell. <laughs> uh, anyway, moving on to later in the year. Uh, so April, I th- I th- right at the very end of April, uh, we get Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, mm. um, which is a reasonable, I feel, £42. Like, I would have thought they would have gone for like the full £60, £50 sort of mark, but they've sort of aimed it at the 40 which is seems okay to me. Um, it's essentially Mario Kart 8, with all of its DLC included. Um, slightly better graphics. So in console mode, it does run at 1080p at 7, uh, sorry, 1080p at 60 frames per second. Um, whereas on the Wii U, it was 720p at 60 frames per second. Um, and then you get some new characters and new maps as well. Um, so Splatoon is going to be in there for the first time. Uh, they're also adding a, a battle mode, like the traditional Nintendo 64 Mario Kart. You know, we had like the three balloons and you drive around. Mm, and you yeah, and yeah. They put that in because that wasn't in Mario Kart 8. Um, and you can play with four players locally with like, you know, just regular split screen. Um, I think you can do eight players with two switches um, oh, and cool. you can play with 12 players online. Um, so you just join a online lobby and yeah. uh, you can play with other people online um i've already had this on the wii u and played it for something like 15 16 hours but i'll definitely be picking this up mainly to play it with you because you didn't have a wii u and you've not played mario kart 8 which is definitely the best one they've done uh, being the newest one with the nice graphics and all the rest of it so um i'll definitely be picking this up on launch day no that's uh, uh i mean for, I can see £42 being a little bit of a kicker if you bought it on the Wii U and bought all the DLC separately. But I mean, I, I haven't. So, yeah. I, for the opportunity of playing it with me, though, it's worth £42, right? But, um, 
But as I skipped the Wii U, for me, this is a no-brainer. I mean, I, I have no qualms. For me, it's a brand new game. £42, that's the cost of a game. Good price for a new Switch game. Even better to hear it's not going to have any more DLC because it's going to come with all the content. Uh, and it's Mario Kart. I mean, that's why you buy a Nintendo console, right? Zelda, Mario, Mario Kart, Pokemon. And then a few other things on the side. But So, uh, yeah. I'm really glad that it's coming out pretty quick, even if it's not quite launch day. I suspect they maybe wanted it for launch day, but whatever happened, happened. That's my gut feeling anyway. Who knows? But um, I have a feeling it could be tied to the online stuff, because while I was saying that Splatoon uh-huh, would be the one yeah, to launch yeah. with a thing, of course, you're going to need it for Mario Kart Online as well. Mm. So it might be that the online service launches on the 28th of April with Mario Kart, and then it's free up until the point that Splatoon 2 launches, <laughs> at which point it becomes paid, um, maybe after a month trial with Splatoon 2 and then it'll be like okay yeah it's still working off yeah, we go yeah 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 because that's, with, that's quite I possible I don't think you got voice chat with Mario Kart online anyway or at least if you did I didn't try it because whenever I played it with my friend Phil we'd use Skype um, so they could possibly get away with not having that in place but you still mm. need the matchmaking and lobbies and all that stuff that we users are accustomed to so maybe I, I have a feeling that'll launch do the Mario Kart 8 stuff, then we'll get Splatoon 2, and then a month after it'll be like, yep, now you pay. Yeah, that seems quite likely. But uh, but yeah, I mean, Mario Kart, of course I'm going to buy it. <laughs> 40 no quid, brainer. that's fine. So next one I've got on the list is uh, Poyo Poyo Tetris. Hope I pronounced that right. I was looking forward to seeing uh... how you were going to tackle that. <laughs> <laughs> Poyo Poyo Tetris. Um... That's definitely not it. <laughs> <laughs> This is a mashup between Tetris and Puyo Puyo, uh, but I'm not sure if you ever played back in the day an uh, awesome game called Super Puzzle Fighter. Um, it was a game where you oh. basically played, uh, it wasn't Tetris, but it was a gem-dropping game where you had to make chain, you know, chains. And Oh, like Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but this was a competitive version, and you had little chibi street fighters behind the fight sort of scene and it was you know actual street fighters from the street fighter game and every time you did a combo your guy would do like a hadouken and then a whole bunch of blocks drop on the other guy and this has that sort of mode so this has a competitive mode i think it has a few different competitive modes where you can play up to the, some of the videos show four players playing at once i have no idea how that works because in the two-player mode when you get a combo it drops a bunch of blocks on your one opponent but maybe it drops someone everyone or just picks one at random i don't know but um but yeah i mean it's it's going to be priced at 35 pounds so maybe a little bit steep for the sort of game i don't it's the sort of game that if i didn't have a steam library of god knows how many games sitting there (laughs) waiting to be played i could easily just sink quite a lot of time into because it's that kind of hook gets you hooked on tetris mixed with puyo puyo like i think you flip the board between the two as you play so you have to sort of oh, play one, play the other, which looks quite interesting. But um, yeah, I mean, I'll probably wait for it to be 20, 25 quid in a few months after release. And then I'll pick it up and I'll hopefully end up sinking a bunch of hours into it, possibly end up putting it on the shelf and never playing it. But I think it's worth yeah. worth, uh, worth playing. And This is the first one apart from Just Dance, I guess, that 
is not exclusive to the Switch. Because mm-hmm. um, all the others, like One Two Switch, uh, Stipper Clips, Super Bomberman, I think Mario Kart certainly are all exclusive to the Switch. Whereas this is available on uh, PS4, Xbox One, Vita, 3DS, um, all of them for cheaper than it is on the Switch. <laughs> so it's a tricky and that's one. That's an interesting point, but it's also the sort of game where if I got into it, something like Tetris is the perfect plane journey time eater game, you know? Well, see, this this goes to a wider point of, like, how should it be priced with other consoles? Like, it's very easy for me to sit here and say, well, it's 25 quid on the PS4, it should be 25 quid on the Switch, because the graphics will be less. But at the same time, I can't take my PS4 with me on a plane and play it. Like, this is a tablet game and a console game. It's weird. It's I actually think like, the price thing... I mean, this is a gut feeling, and there's no, again, no evidence on this, but I actually think that it's probably a symptom of having a launch console with not many games. I mean, they don't... I suspect the RRP for the PS4 and the Switch one, maybe it's even the same. But because the uh, PS4 market now is full of games people are competing to bring the RRP down. I remember when the PS4 came out and all the games were 50 quid for that. And they're not anymore when they come out because you wouldn't buy a £50 game because you can go and buy the game from two months ago for £40. So I I think maybe when the market gets a bit more full around Christmas, maybe after Christmas, then the price of games will start to come down. Not that the RRP will come down. Nintendo won't reduce the price. But Sainsbury's and Amazon will have to start competing against second-hand versions of old games and cheaper games and i think they'll probably start to cut a bit more aggressively on the prices so i my, my gut tells me we're seeing higher prices now because what else are you going to buy <laughs> you know <laughs> you want something well, to play that's a nice segue into the two most expensive games on our list um <laughs> this next one is more expensive than zelda uh, which is 48 pounds currently uh, so Nintendo's new IP Arms, uh, which is fifty pounds, uh, and it's basically Wii boxing with Inspector Gadget like springy boxing <laughs> gloves that have different powers. Um, it's a two-player game. You fight with a Joy-Con in each hand, and then you basically box and you can move around and stuff, which is cool. But it's fifty pounds for a game where I'm going to have to move around quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like ah, oh, I. Again, if it was 20 quid, I'd probably pick it up. But 50 quid, there's no chance I'm mm. going to spring 50 quid for it. I mean, unless they give a demo of it yeah. and I try the demo and I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. We've got to play it. It's so great. But <laughs> that seems unlikely to me. Um, for 50 actually... pounds, I spent 50 hours of gameplay yeah. like, like Zelda. I've actually seen so... a bunch of people play this on Twitter and they say it's really fun. Um, I just, for me, again... Not fifty pounds fun. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> I don't have anything else to say about it. I mean, it's just I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get where the pricing is on some of these things. Like, I don't understand why Snipperclips, a game that looks legitimately great, is seventeen pounds, but One Two Switch, which should have been bundled, is forty, and Arms, which is basically a spin-off of Wii Boxing with power ups. <laughs> is 50 quid it seems utterly bizarre but then mario kart 8 deluxe a full mario kart game with dlc and new stuff is 42 pounds it's like what? yeah your pricing nintendo it makes no sense all over the shop so we have and one more game then on we the get list. to the most expensive game <laughs> on the list and this one's more than zelda 
This one's actually coming out in the summer. So this is the latest game on our list. And this is one I'm actually really excited for, even though I haven't played the original. But I've heard so much of the original. My friends have really loved it. Uh, I just didn't have a Wii U. And this is Splatoon 2. So um, Splatoon was a really interesting concept where you zip around the map, painting it with your ink. And you can turn into a squid and swing through, swim through the ink, pop out and swim around the fences, pop out the other side, and then... There's different game modes where you have to try and paint as much of the map as you can with your colour of ink. Uh, and maybe like a King of the Hill mode where you could try and paint a certain spot and hold it for a certain amount of time. But it's just a really interesting... It's going to have a single-player campaign as well as a online competitive mode. So there should be a lot of content in there. But 60 quid. Yes. Oh. I think they're trying to make it an eSport so they're going for that market with it. They seem to be doing a lot of like promotion of like teams and stuff, being mm. like, "Yeah, it's a legitimate esport game," <laughs> um, which it, it isn't really. But <laughs> no, Splatoon had a pretty big following though, so I can see why they're doing that. And um, yeah, and it's going to support local or online multiplayer for up to eight people. So I could, I mean, if this came out before we had our game weekend, I think it would actually be an awful lot of fun to play together. But I'd agree. I, I think I'll definitely be getting it. I didn't get Splatoon on the Wii U. Um, I could have. I just I wasn't really aware of it when it launched. And then afterwards, it sort of passed me by. Um, but I think I'll definitely be getting it because I've only heard good things about it. Uh, yeah. And I'm willing to give it a try uh, to just see something a bit different. Um, but it seems to me that that has more meat to it than something like ARMS, where mm, I, I just... They, yeah, different leagues. All right, so before we wrap up, I'm going to ask you a question. Unscheduled, which of all of these co-op games are you most looking forward to? <laughs> because obviously non-co-op games, we're both looking forward to Zelda the most. I mean, that's, that's yeah, no-brainer, yeah. sure. No-brainer. So, it, so um, it looks so good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break it down a little bit and say the launch out of the launch games, I'm actually most looking forward to Snipper Clips, I think. Yeah, um, agreed. It just looks like a laugh. Like maybe it won't entertain us for uber long amounts of time, but when it for the time it does, I think it's going to be really fun. Um, beyond that, it's actually quite tight between Mario Kart and Splatoon. Um, but I think probably Mario Kart. Like I am looking forward to Splatoon, but Mario Kart's got a strong history, and I've played all the previous ones, just not the Wii U one. So you know what you're getting with Mario Kart. And that's going to be something we play a lot and then review on this show. So that's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'd agree with both of those. I'd say that Snipper Clips is definitely my uh, most looking forward to co-op game, which is odd. I, I didn't expect that at all until literally today when I saw a clip of it, um, some people playing it, and I thought this looks so much fun. They're having so much fun playing this game. Um, I think that's going to be really good. All right, well, we'll wrap it up there then. And... Uh, Oh, I'm so excited that by the time people are listening to me <laughs> saying this, that I'll already be just sat in bed with a bag of chocolate buttons in one <laughs> glass of wine, and I'll be just in Zelda. Mil oh. Milking a cow, you mean? <laughs> yeah, I'll be sat playing one-two switch on my own. Why don't I have any friends? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and on that happy note thanks for listening uh, you can check us out at connectedtohost.co.uk um, follow us on twitter at cthcast and you can always chat to us there and recommend any games uh, co-op or multiplayer that you think that we should review 
Um, if you've got a chance to leave a splendid review on iTunes, it's always appreciated. Uh, but thank you very much for listening, and we'll be back in two weeks' time where we'll be hopefully looking at some couch co-op games because uh, we'll be meeting up for the first time in a while in March and uh, probably churning through a number of interesting couch co-op games. So until next time, thanks very much for listening. <laughs>